another edition of It's Still Real to Me. As I'm your pal, Jonathan Zaslow. He is your pal, Joey Levin. And of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is presented by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-3, 800-747-3733. You're involved in an accident, you're dealing with a personal injury. You call 911, then you call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800 747 And of course, hey, we're doing a bonus episode tonight of It's Still Real to Me. We are live, so glad to have you aboard here. If you're listening in podcast form after the fact, you're listening in the future. You have information we don't have. That's always fun being in the future. So appreciate you however you're listening or watching the program here. We got Thursday night football tonight. There's a lot happening. Matter of fact, the last of the major pro sports leagues last week, the NBA got going. We got college basketball ready to go as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today. Remember to use the promo code Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, so Joey, we're coming at you here. Excuse me. It is a Thursday night. We have WWE Crown Jewel this Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern. I mean, talk about this weekend. All the, the big sporting events getting early. We got a WWE Premium Live event. 1 p.m. on Saturday. Dolphins are playing 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. All the big action is happening earlier than usual. So we wanted to get you a a preview show tonight of It's Still Real to Me of Crown Jewel so that you can have a couple days to absorb it. How you doing tonight? You doing all right? You look good. Go ahead. I'm I'm doing good. I'm ready. I got to be honest, man. I'm kind of digging this Saudi Arabia sports stuff because I like getting some shows in the afternoon. We got Tyson Fury and Ghana last week. A, a, a huge boxing match at 6 p.m. And now we get Crown Jewel at 1 p.m. Huh, I'm, I'm yeah. okay with it. I'm into it also. So first, though, just because it's Thursday. So we're doing a whole Crown Jewel preview. How many matches do we have? It's like six or seven matches. There's what do we seven, have? but there's also there's a pre-show match. I think okay. it's on the pre-show, but I have it listed. I have the odds pulled up, so we'll go through those. But I, okay. I'm fairly certain it's a pre-show match. Yeah. yeah, and of course, those odds are presented by BetOnline, BetOnline.ag. So we'll be able to give you some of those odds. Very difficult to bet on pro wrestling, not because not because it, it, you're betting on a scripted outcome, which is crazy to think of it that way, but the odds are usually so slanted one way or the other. Very difficult to make money gambling on pro wrestling. But anyway, we'll give you those odds, and those are courtesy of Bet Online. But first, let's go through a couple things. So we're doing the, the preview show today, and we're going to do on Sunday, we'll do a reaction show. Or do you want to do it? I mean, we could do it Saturday. The show's at it, 1. We, we could do it Saturday uh, late afternoon, early evening. We could. We'll see. We we'll could. See. We'll I don't see. know. We'll see. But we'll definitely give you a Crown Jewel reaction show as well. And coming up probably tomorrow, there's going to be a bonus episode of It's Still Real to Me as I had a conversation with the guys who run Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, BRCW. They have a show coming up this Sunday, Birthday Bash at Meisner Park in Boca. Matthew H. Mashler, who, of course, is one of our sponsors here, Signature Real Estate Finder, 
realestatefinder.com, 561-208-3334. Matthew H. Mashler is your trusted real estate broker. Matthew H. Mashler and Neil Glazier, they run BRCW. They are huge pro wrestling fans. And I had a conversation with them yesterday, a behind-the-scenes look at BRCW and promoting their show as well. There's like half a dozen tickets remaining for this show on Sunday. So you can go to Ticketmaster.com, use promo code BDAY. You get a nice little discount there. Tickets may not even still be there. There were very few remaining. But anyway, I'll have an, uh, an episode with them. We'll get a look at the indie scene down here in South Florida. But let's start out. Let's do a little bit on dynamite from yesterday because there is some important stuff heading to full gear and let's do a little bit on monday night raw so first let's start with raw and to me the thing that stood out most there's a couple things that were fun but to me what stood out most ms tv and gunther you know we're wondering who's going to be the next guy the next baby face to feed to gunther who's going to be the next challenger i think we're headed in a direction where Gunther is going to defend the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. And mm. if he's going to lose, it'll be WrestleMania, the huge crowd, the huge moment. But this is one of those instances where, where pro wrestling is so great. Because you get, it's one of those stories where, wow, immediately, like, I dig that idea of Miz being the guy to challenge Gunther. Like, I was the greatest Intercontinental Champion. I made that belt matter. I want it back. And a Miz face turn at the same time, because people can get behind Miz. You know, I mean, he's a piece of shit, but people can get behind him. And it's one of those deals in pro wrestling where I love when it happens, where you're immediately into that story and you never thought of it yourself. I was, once that was immediately presented to me, I was like, oh, this could be really fun. And it never occurred to me that that's a possibility. I love that shit. Yeah, and I will say this, and I think you've tweeted about this. You've seen this. The internet, even you know, wrestling internet is very, very negative. They have no one hates right. wrestling more than wrestling fans on the internet. Right. They immediately, when I saw this pop up on Raw, and I was looking on Twitter or whatever it is, um, everyone's just like, "I don't know, not Miz. I don't need that's Miz. Crazy to me. I don't need like." Dude, Miz is so good. Now, granted, it's fair. Miz is exponentially better as a heel. There's no, I mean, there's no, yeah, there's no way around it. He just is. It's, it's, that's but the just best natural. heels are also fun once in a while to cheer right. for. Um, but the just the dynamic here. First of all, Miz is incredible. He's a Hall of Famer, whether whether you like it or not. He's one of the best on the mic. He'll bring the best out of Gunther. And it's got a little bit of the uh, I gotta be honest, it's got a little bit of a feel of like the the AEW stuff, the sports entertainers versus pro wrestlers, right? Miz yeah. is a sports entertainer, yeah. And Gunther is the Matt General or the Ring General. Right? He's he is a professional wrestler. You so know, I, I, I like up the words, but I like to that too because recently to to Gunther song. Yeah, I had to know the words. Isn't it just Gunther? Du, 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 it's du, Gunther, the Ring General Gunther. Uh, that does the words. Uh, all right, the there you go. It, it works. But I, I like this. I think it's like the guy, you know, the guy who made who, you know, his whole shtick is best intercontinental champion of all time. Yep. I made it relevant and I'm a sports entertainer. You're a pro wrestler. Let's see who really is the best. It's a great storyline. Love it. I was really pleased that they're going in that direction. 
I, I, like I said, I think Gunther is the Intercontinental Champ up until WrestleMania. Maybe mm-hmm. Royal Rumble at the earliest. You know, that's a stadium show. But I, I could totally get behind Miz in this story. Yeah. I, I really dig it. Uh, what else stood out to you on on well, Monday Night Raw? Just real quick, Big Nick from South Florida Accountability says uh, he loves the story, but he doesn't like the Miz face change. He doesn't have enough face wrestling moves. Is that a? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the skull crushing finale. It's not like, like, you know, when you talk about moves, heel... I, I guess I've never really considered our moves face or heel. Like, I guess oh, there definitely. are, no, no, well, there are heel like things you can do, but like a move, like Miz definitely. does that. Well, Miz does that DDT where the guy's on his knees and he DDTs him. He does Love that skull... move. Those aren't, those aren't heel moves. I mean, you can do like heel tactics. No, like- I I agree. I I think I don't think that's a heel or a face move. But for instance, when Roman Reigns first turned heel and he started using the guillotine choke, that's a heel move. The guillotine okay. submission yeah. choke, that's a heel move. You know, it's if you if you do a, a re- right. yes, if if right. you do a really cool move, you know, like right. like if Rey Mysterio were to turn heel, he can't do six one nine anymore. Six one nine is a babyface move. You know, Dom I think it. that's. It, did you know what I noticed this week? That Dom does it on the other side of the ropes. Hmm. That's weird. It is weird. But I think it's purposeful. I just didn't really notice it, but I got to keep an eye on it now. Yeah, he does it on the other side. And I think it's purposeful. Well, is it possibly because when they were a tag team, they did it together and that's the side he did it on? Maybe, but also I think with Dom, I can make an exception because it's like he's mocking his father. He's taking his father's move. Yeah, but but there are moves that are babyface finishers and heel. What are the Miz's? Like I I guess I don't. What are the Miz's? Like the Miz has a skull crushing finale. He does the figure four. That's kind of heelish. That's his heel. Yes, figure four is a heel move. Definitely, that's his heel move. Most submission holds, I think, except for the sharpshooter, are heel moves. Yeah, so that's probably his. That's his heel move. But like mm-hmm. that clothesline where he goes, where he like jumps and he goes through the rope in the uh, on the corner. That's not really a heel move. No, that that's that's completely yeah. neutral. Yeah, I yeah, think I think he, I think it's fine. He's been a heel plenty. I mean, a face plenty of times. I think I think it's fun. And Gunther is the best. I mean, he just brings it out of everybody. He's one of those yep. guys. You can't really go wrong with him. He's gonna have a great program because how good he is. Yep. Uh. So so they did some Halloween stuff on Monday night, and oh, and yeah. so speaking of sharpshooter, I mean, you know, I love not just Chelsea Green. I love Chelsea Green, and I'm also a big Piper Niven fan. And right. and the two of them crushed the Hart Foundation costumes. They they looked awesome. awesome. Their impressions were great with Chelsea Green coming out with the arms and Piper Niven pulling down the the, the mask and and doing the cackle for Jim the Anvil. Right. They killed it. Loved it. Also, like I'm not sure how much you have followed like the lead up to this on social media. I don't think but, I have. So. Okay, so there's like a little bit of a backstory that led to them, that led to this match, and also uh, them dressing as the Heart Foundation. So there's a photo that's been going around. It's a screenshot, and it's from back in the day, Raw vs SmackDown. And there was a backstage segment where the blue, everyone wearing the blue, yes, yes, everyone's wearing the blue. Is Natalia like grabbing Zack Ryder's crotch? It looks like oh, that's. That's how they screen grabbed it. But he, she, she, I mean, if you watch the clip, I saw someone posted the actual clip. She just kind of comes in and swings her arm. But someone got us. It looks like she's grabbing his crotch. Where it looks like she's grabbing his dong. And he's yeah. like, and he's doing awesome. the face like, what's going on? And then yeah. so now they've been going back and forth about it on social media for like the last week. Because 
Natalia did the thing where she's like, this is the executive assistant of Natalia. She does this weird thing on Twitter where she tweets as if she's her own executive assistant. And then Chelsea Green was like, take it down. And they went back and forth. So they did like a nice little, I actually think this match got booked because of that. I uh, I think Chelsea Green's a big star, dude. I think she's, she's awesome. absolutely a future champion. Big star. Yeah. So I, I liked that a lot. Uh, what else current, stood out actually, to you? Current, current champion. Future world champion. Yes. What else stood out to you uh, on uh, uh, well, anything out? Creed. I mean, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes pre-stuff at the end was was good. That yeah. was good shit. Yeah. Uh, look, the Creeds, we've seen them in NXT. But, man, yeah. how, you couldn't start them in a better matchup than having them against Gable. I mean. They're clearly being called up. They're clearly oh, yeah. main roster and they, now. Dude, the Creeds are awesome. Like, they are. I don't know if they have any personality, and I don't even think it matters. They're kind of like Gunther. Well, it doesn't matter like, because they show so much emotion in the ring during yeah. their matches. That's the personality. And the stuff they do as big, bigger guys is insane. Like, I think they do some stuff as big guys that no other big guys have done. Like, period. Like, their size. They are. They're awesome. The match was awesome. And then, speaking of Gable, I mean... I think Tazawa is officially in in Alpha Academy. They're building and, up a whole stable. And, and listen, I'm all in. I've I think we I've talked about it. Tazawa is criminally underutilized. There's never been a time where Tazawa didn't come, came on screen and was not hilarious. Crowd he likes him the, too. He he's he is one of the funniest dudes on the roster. Get him on the screen. I don't even care if he wrestles. Just get him involved. It's great. That, and that if I awesome. could tell you as well, my favorite part of that match was when the Creed brothers came out, Ivy Nile could not hold back her emotion. Yeah, she was, yeah. She was really emotional when they, when they stepped out onto the runway and, and when they were in the ring, I think after they won. uh, And I love that shit, man, where she just couldn't hold back her emotion. She was very overwhelmed by the whole thing. And that was awesome. So just right there for me, I'm like, all right, I'm in on you, Ivy Nile. If I know that, if I'm watching as a viewer and I know that you care about it, like, I'm, I'm in. I want you yeah. to do well. So yeah. I, those that, guys I loved that. Those are the kind of guys that, if they stay healthy, because they do some pretty, like, big time moves for big guys, they're gonna be in top level program tag team programs for like the next decade because they're just they're so good. And I don't you could put anybody against them. They can run any type of match. They're awesome. So, yeah. uh, is there anything else from Raw? We'll do a, no. a AEW quickly. All right. Yeah. So AEW, I, I didn't see AEW. I, I know what happened. I just I, I've been running around today. I haven't been able to get around to it. But MJF, you know, when I saw the card for last night, I thought MJF's partners were going to be the Elite. We we were, mm-hmm. I was certain of it. But then I saw on the card the Elite is booked for a whole other match, and I'm like, two oh. two matches, two matches, all four of them, because Kenny had a match. Right, too. right. So I'm like, oh. All right, so they're totally not going to be his right. partner. So he ended up settling on the acclaimed. Yes. Yep. Well, how, how did and, that come about? He just so he he went to Kenny's locker room, and he knocked on the door, and Jericho answered. Uh huh. And Jericho slammed the door in his face. Uh huh. And then he walked by Darby Allen's locker room at, to imply maybe he's going to ask Sting and Darby, and then he pulls Darby's name off of it, crosses out his name, and writes "emo bitch." on it which was funny and then puts it back on the door um and then he turned down the kingdom again and then he went to samoa joe's locker room and almost knocked on his door but decided not to 
He had a backstage segment where he FaceTimes or something like that with Adam Cole, and Adam Cole asked him to to pick Samoa Joe, but he said he didn't do it. And then finally, you know, the acclaimed approached him like three times backstage and he kept turning him down. And then his last option in the hallway was Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and was it Jay? No, yeah, Jay Lethal and the big guy. And MJF was just so greater, dejected. Greater that, Kali. Yeah, Greater Kali. Uh, MJF was just so dejected that that was his only option that he settled on the uh, acclaimed. And he had to wear the acclaimed gear. He wore pink tights. He had a pink uh, Burberry scarf. He had pink boots. He wore Funny. a shirt that said scissor me. It was good. And then at the end, Funny. and then at the end, he finally scissored all of them. Okay. All right. And I'm telling you, man, I know we talked about this at length when this all started and we've sort of, you know, we hashed it out. I'm still not. And I, and I, I just mean this based on the context of what's going on. I'm not convinced that Max Caster is not actually gay. <laughs> right. If, you, if you're listening now and you didn't hear our episode two episodes ago, I mean, like we were talking about how weird the storyline is with Max Caster essentially stalking mjf especially because anthony bowens is the one who's gay so it's kind of a weird trope if you had anthony bowens do it but then at the same time why is it max caster and but you think that max caster is homosexual and i i i've said there's no evidence but, to support I that. Didn't, but, but but just to just to be just to be clear i didn't think because of this storyline i thought because right yeah, the, you just the whole thing on twitter where anytime anytime mjf like posts a picture of him like in the gym like Max Caster will quote tweet it with like a tongue out or like, let me be, ne- let me be your spotter and like stuff like that. And then weird. after the match, that's what? weird. Right. That's weird. If he is and, gay, that's weird. <laughs> well, yes. Right. Well, yeah. But, but then after the match, he was like on his knees cause he was hurt. Max Caster uh-huh. got hit with the belt and MJF standing is in the middle of the ring. MJF like, you know, they came in, made the save. So he didn't get beat down. And then Max Caster on his knees, hugs MJF around his legs where his face and like grabs his ass. Uh. Like it's like hugging his ass. I'm just like, oh, look, man, straight, gay, whatever. I, it just seems like if he's not, these are weird things that he's incorporating into this storyline. It's it's weird. It's weird. But, uh, but that being said, I think it's done now, right? Like they ran its course. He fi- they, they tagged together and now it's over. Like they, there's nowhere to go from here with this. I, uh, I know Jay White pinned him, right? Yeah. Is there any way that Jay White wins the title at full gear? Nope. Yeah, have to I, I just don't I, I I don't think so. There's just too many other storylines involving MJF. Because like, Adam Cole's like, gonna be the one to take the belt from him. It feels that way, right? And 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 I think we've seen like we talked about it last week. I think the reason we have all of these storylines now with MJF is because they're trying because it Adam Cole's gonna be out for a while and they're trying to hold it over to get him back, right? Yeah. Um but, By the way, you see they're finally doing course correction with Moxley and Orange Cassidy. I guess Moxley is good to go, and he's going to get that title back at full. Oh, he's got to. He's got to get it. Yeah, he's of course. Get he and they're going to go in whatever direction they were originally going right. to go in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, All right. Uh, anything else before we get to crown? Well, Hill? just a couple things. One, Edge decided he's going to t- team with Sting and Darby Allen against Christian and his crew, which I hate. That's full I gear? Yeah, at full gear, which I think is – terrible i don't i think this should if they're if they're gonna have christian and edge fight each other they should not even touch each other 
for so months. it didn't take him long to go back on the I'm not going to fight him. He speared him. He speared him on dynamite. Oh wow! So there you go. Um, and then, uh, so the uh, the Don Callis family has been challenging Kenny Omega and Jericho, and Kenny Omega said, "You guys want a street fight? I got a partner who will join us in a street fight." Kota Ibushi. Don Callis says, "Well, that's still four on three. And Jericho goes. Will Hobbs is a giant man, or he's a big man, but he's not a giant. Yeah. And then Big Show joins the team. Yeah. So That'd now look. in 20, he looked, he looked like he couldn't move. But yeah. in 2023, the Golden Lovers. See him right Kenny there. Omega, like a points right above my head, right there. That's the Big Show. Look at it there. At the Canes game with us in the suite. In 2023, the Golden Lover. So, but th- I actually love this because this was part of what AEW was like meant for, which is. One of the like coolest tag teams ever on the indies, the Golden Lovers, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, are mm-hmm. teaming with one of the coolest tag teams, Jericho. Jericho, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Big Show and Will Osprey are going to be in a match together. Think about that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what? That yeah, that will actually be a cool moment. I mean, shows not you know Paul White's not going to be able to do anything, but like. What they decide to do with that, right? It's a street I'm, I'm fight, too. I mean, it's a street fight, so you know, they're going to be all over the place, whatever. The cameras are going to be bad, they're not going to know who to cut to, but yeah. whatever. Um, young bucks are turning heel, which was another thing. Um, and and then the last thing, and I'll go quick this is happening to me on a weekly basis now, and I don't know if you do this also, where I where I watch, I do it, we do it WWE sometimes too, but where I watch AEW. And I think to myself, again, if I was explaining wrestling to somebody who didn't know about wrestling now, there's a, I'm watching a match, the Hung Bucks, the Young Bucks and Adam Page versus the, the embassy affiliates or whatever. I'm like, how would I explain this match to somebody who doesn't understand wrestling? There's these, the Ring of Honor titles. They're, I'm like, okay, so they're like, okay, so those guys are the best trio in the company, right? Well, no, actually... There's another trio that's better, but they're they're not wrestling. Maybe they're wrestling later, but these are from another company. <laughs> oh, so then why are they fighting now? Oh, because one of the guys in this trio is feuding with the leader of this crew. Well, where where's the leader? I don't know. He's not <laughs> there. Like I, I'm just watching him. Like what? None of it makes sense. Like make it make sense. Why is this on the show? It just keeps happening with with AEW. And then Matt Jackson inexplicably just starts throwing tables around after the match. So. Let's get to Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel is at 1 p.m. this Sunday. That's the reason we're doing this live tonight, a bonus episode of It's Still Real to Me. And seven total matches, including the match that's on the pre-show. Pre-show is, and you're going to pull up the the odds, bet online. The the pre-show is Sami Zayn and JD McDonough, which kind of feels like it's just been thrown together, but whatever. Like, I'm, I'm fine with it. Is is there is there can you make a case that JD McDonough wins? Because it's gotta be Sami Zayn. Like Not they're clearly with Sami Zayn and KO now split up, they're clearly building Sami Zayn into something. Not I can't make a case if you're going off of the bet online odds. What is it? Sammy's minus four thousand. Yeah, see that's why it's impossible to bet pro wrestling. Yeah. Well, well. There's one line here that's completely even. But yes, no, I don't think there's any case for JD McDonough. Um I, is he I, I'm just confused. 
I'm still confused. Is he in the judgment? Day? I, I, no. I'm still kind of confused. No. no, he's not, right? No. Uh, and just... he keeps being asked to prove himself the judgment day, and he always loses. Yeah. He's doing a judgment bad day. job proving himself. Judgment Day is weird, man. I, I like them, but they're weird. Um, no, it's Sammy's. So, so, it's so let's get to the main card here. Let's go. Right. Um, I'm, well, it's, I don't know what the or, well. We obviously we know one. Whatever. What just try b- build it from you know least important to important. Hmm. All right. Well, so that I get to decide what's least important. Let's. Uh, you know, I'll do it. So uh, no, no, I, I get no. Well, least important has got to be Cody and Damian Priest, right? Okay. What are the odds right? on it? Cody's minus seven hundred. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I I think Cody Rhodes wins this match. I think Cody Rhodes is going to build some serious momentum going into Royal Rumble, you know, and and, and that's, you know, we're, we're around that time now. Uh, but Damian Priest, it's kind of like, man, does Damian Priest have a big singles win under his belt? Because this would be a big singles win. I mean, as big as it gets, if he beats Cody, he's holding money in the bank. Like at some point, we got to believe that he's, championship material does he have a big win under his belt no but i i feel like that's like a trend with money in the bank winners sometimes like they just lose and lose and lose and then you cash in when you least expect it which i'll tell you i wish they had odds on him cashing in this weekend because i would you think he's cashing in i do i do i have thought he's cashing in for the last two premium live events and i do not think he's going to this weekend i will probably be wrong again I, I think there's a couple things. One is he beat Jey Uso and he beat Cody. So they're trying to, you know, they're trying to make you think he has a chance. He has no chance. He's going to lose. It'll probably be early in the night because they want to get the early Cody pop and get the crowd going, even though it's in Saudi Arabia. So who knows what the pop's going to be. And then he comes back later on. I just, and it's Saudi Arabia. I think they, I think they want to make Saudi Arabia shows like one of their biggest shows of the year. Because Vince McMahon of, recently called it their new home. Right. It's like the new, we talked about it. It's like the new home for everybody. I mean, the money that there's, and Saudi Arabia, I'm assuming, is spending a shitload of money to, to have WWE come. So, hey, whoever the guy who runs Saudi uh, or um, Saudi season or whatever they call Riyadh season, right? Over there in Saudi Arabia, who's paying the money, he's probably booking the show. If he wants Damian Priest to cash in, it's probably going to happen. So, we but both of us him. believe it's Cody that wins this match. Oh, 100. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is it. Co- he he's got to keep winning. He's not. I don't think he loses another like a clean singles match until Mania. Yeah, he's he's got to get to Royal Rumble at least with a ton of momentum. Right. I don't think he loses clean in a singles match until Mania, and even and maybe he doesn't lose it. He might not lose a Mania either. He might he might finally do it. Right. All right. So um, next right. up. Cena and Solo. All right, what are the odds? Coin flip. Wow. So this is how you could make some money. This is probably the only match on the card you could make a little bit of money with. Now, we talked about this last week. And I, I, I could see it going either way. In theory, Solo should be a lock to win this match. But I'm going Cena. I'm going Cena for a couple reasons. Number one. I don't think Solo losing to John Cena, I don't think Solo loses any credibility if he loses to Cena. I also think it's a little bit of, uh, hey, look over here while we do this over here, when Cena brings up the whole, I haven't won a singles match in a really long time kind of deal. 
I'm concerned that I'm going to lose all of you guys and all of your support. And finally, I think the show being in Saudi plays a big factor. And I I think yeah, I think you get the, you know, you want the Saudi crowd reacting to a big Cena win before mm. he goes back to Hollywood as the actor strike is going to end probably very soon. Uh I'm going yeah. Cena, man. Yeah. No, and clearly I, I... the betting odds feel uh, similar to the way I feel because all like common sense would tell you that Solo should be a lock to win this match, but he's not. Well, Solo doesn't have a ton. Like, yes, but like he also does. He doesn't have any like momentum, right? Like he hasn't been like winning a bunch of matches to where it's like, all right, you got to keep it rolling. He, I mean, he's just sort of been just in the bloodline. So I agree. I think it's Cena. I, I didn't really consider. I mean, I guess I should have considered the way I keep talking about Saudi, but like I should have considered that they would want to have Cena have the big win in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, if it were not in Saudi, I'd pick so I, I would pick Solo probably. I really would. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that's a big fact. I think that you saying that live on the air two days before, yes, might move. There might be some line movement. Yes, I think we might see Cena become an actual odd favorite in the odds here because you said that. What else we got? Um, we have the, we have both women's matches. So we'll start with the fatal five way Rhea defending against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Raquel Rodriguez, and Zoe Stark. This is, uh, what are the odds? Rhea's minus 5,000 biggest favorite, wow. the biggest favorite on the card in a fatal five way minus 5,000. That's got to tell you something. Yeah. I think this match is as close to a lock as you can get, which says something. When you're talking about a fatal five-way, this match really feels like since, you know, apparently Triple H has taken over all of creative, it finally feels like we're headed in a direction where Rhea actually being a fighting champion is something that we're seeing now. And I think this is part of that where uh, I think she's going to be super dominant in this match. She's facing other I mean, Raquel, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, these are pretty serious girls. Uh, I think Rhea's going to be a massive star in this match. I think she's as close to a lock as it gets. I might put some money on Nia Jax. Plus 900. She's got, well, second best odds is Raquel. Plus mm -hmm. 500. Yeah, if I were to pick someone else, I would pick Raquel. I'm picking Nia. You think I actually, I think I'm, I'm going to bet it. I'm going to put some money on it. I, okay. I mean, I don't necessarily, I'm not like confident in that. But, but it's a way a, you can make a little bit of money plus 900. But I, but I've had this feeling for a couple weeks now that not for for whatever reason Nia is going to win. It's okay. not going to be clean. I could see a scenario where Shayna Baszler costs Rhea the you know Shayna Baszler does something that costs Rhea and Nia pins like Zoe Stark. Okay. You know cuz cuz Rhea doesn't have to get pinned to lose the title. That's right. Right? So that's where I'm going. I'm going Naya on that one. All right. I'm All not right. confident what? about it. Don't take my word for it. Don't bet your money on it. I'm just right. betting my money on it. The other women's um, match? EO Sky and Bianca Belair. EO is minus 300 favorite. Yeah, I, I, I think I think EO wins. I think she retains. I, I don't think it's Bianca's time yet to get the title back. Uh, I don't have a whole lot else to add to that match, but I think it's EO. Yeah, uh, I agree because I think... 
I I I gotta think Kyrie is coming soon, right? They announced that she was coming back to WWE a couple months ago now. Like uh I feel like we're headed towards that at some point. Um, which you could still do if she's not the champ, EO, mm-hmm. but yeah, she she's the crowd loves EO. Crowd mm-hmm. loves EO. So yep. I think I think you keep it on her. Um, all right, two more matches. Yep, Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio, United States Championship. You I think I think this match is as close to a lock as it gets. Really? I you know that's I I I agree that Logan I think Logan's gonna win. Vegas obviously agrees minus one thousand for Logan Paul. Yeah, yeah. I think Logan Paul is winning that U.S. title. I don't know why Rey Mysterio has the title. I think Logan Paul is gonna parade that title around on social media. Nobody cares about the U.S. title. I think Logan Paul running around with it gives it a lot of pub, and I, I think he's gonna have that belt for a while. Not necessarily because yeah. he's defending it. I think he's going to have that belt because he's a part-time performer. I, I think yeah. Logan Paul definitely wins the title. And then um, Roman LA Knight. Uh, and Roman is tied matches. with... Two more matches. Roman Roman and LA Knight. Yeah, I mean, Roman is definitely... This Wait, is who, a lock. What, was there Seth and Drew McIntyre. Uh, oh, I missed that one. Roman, yeah. is def- Roman is definitely retaining the title. And and, and I got news for you. He's I the second won- biggest favorite, but already tied for the biggest what with is Rhea. He? Minus 5,000. I got news for you. I don't want Roman to win it here. I don't want Rome. I mean, I don't want LA Knight to win the title here. I don't want no. LA Knight winning at Crown Jewel. And I also don't believe there's been a proper build for LA Knight to win the title. LA Knight, to me, I hate when WWE shotguns, you know, these championship wins. That's why whenever Cody eventually wins it, it's going to be fucking awesome. Because we yeah. waited forever. And I, I want LA Knight, I want to have to wait a long time for LA Knight to finally get that title win. And if it's so, ah, you got to strike while the iron's hot. Well, if, if, if the iron is still not going to be hot when they finally decide to pull the trigger, then it was the wrong guy anyway. So I, LA Knight will, I don't want LA Knight to win it here, and he will not. I like, you know what I like LA Knight for? I like LA Knight winning the Intercontinental title at Mania over Gunther. From Gunther? Makes sense, They're right? They're on different shows. Royal Rumble. What do you mean? They they're, they have a Rumble moment. Oh, that they fight each other in the in the Rumble match? Like, in the actual Rumble match, they have, like, their little... They have a moment. Oh, LA and then Knight, it leads to, like, hey, I want to fight yeah, you at WrestleMania? Maybe oh, okay. LA Knight, maybe LA Knight, you know eliminates Gunther or Gunther, okay. you know, whatever, either way. Plus that would be cool. Ma- also by mania, who knows what shows they're on. It's uh well, they usually yeah. do the draft right at a little bit after mania, but, but no, but that, yeah, whatever. Like that would be cool. Yeah. However you do it, LA Knights can have a huge match at mania. So it's, it's either, it's either Seth, it's either whoever is the world heavyweight championship, which is also on raw. It's Gunther or it's like, a returning someone that we don't know because who else is big enough for LA Knight right now? I could I could be totally into LA Knight and Gunther at WrestleMania. I think it'd be good. That'd be great. And and it's gotta be somebody like the same way we talk about with Roman, like it's gotta be somebody big enough to take it off Roman. I feel the same way about Gunther. You can't just have anybody take it off Gunther at this point. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be a big, big deal when it when like he, it. when he drops it. So I like it. One more. What's the odds for Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre? Seth is minus five hundred. Which is not a huge number. Not huge. It's a big number betting wise. It is a big What's number true? for betting. What's true? Plus three hundred. Plus three. Okay. Uh, I think Drew McIntyre is going to win the title. 
I think Drew McIntyre is going to take it off him. I know there is a theory that, you know, part uh, you floated out there that what's going to set off McIntyre to become the Scottish psychopath again, which we're headed toward, is him beating Seth and then Mac and then Priest cashing in and taking the title from him. That would be cool. That's a cool way to go about it. He then definitely goes crazy and becomes the Scottish psychopath again. I'd be fine if that's what ends up happening. I think Drew is winning the title from Seth Rollins. I don't think so. I, I just, I don't, I actually don't think he's going to win it. And I mean, I, if he wins, I think it's getting cashed in on. The The thing I haven't really, we haven't, I, we haven't mentioned at all in all of this. And I obviously they're, they've, they've sort of gone their separate ways at this point is what if Nakamura comes out and attacks Seth and that's how it gets, he gets cashed in on. Right. Yeah. Like, couldn't that be something? I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I'm trying to wrap my head around who is and what is going to be the reason Damian Priest cashes in. Cause I have wholeheartedly convinced myself, like to me, the winner of this match like in my brain is sort of irrelevant at this point. Cause I've convinced myself so much that they're getting cashed in on. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I drew could win Seth. I think Seth probably wins, but drew could win in my mind. Damian priest is when it is walking out with the title. So it's like, I don't know, may, maybe drew could win. Yeah, of course he could win, but he's, he's not, win. but, but, but in my mind, I have convinced myself. The only person walking out with that title is Damian Priest. All right. I All right. just, I don't know. I, I don't know how it happens, but for some reason, I've, since he beat Jey Uso on Raw, that was when I was like, he's cashing in. He's winning the title. I don't know. I don't know why. Just something, it sparked something. All right. We'll see. I 1 need PM it. Saturday, bet, man. Bet online. If anyone from Bet Online is listening, throw that prop up. Odds Damian Priest cash Will in. Will Damian should, Priest cash in? But shouldn't that always be like for pay per views? That if somebody has a briefcase, yeah. they should have that prop up. Yeah. Yes, minus four hundred. No, right. plus two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes is always going to be plus money. I would think. Yeah. But yeah. like, because you just and I would you know, bet it every time. Just don't yep. bet a ton. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to win some money. <laughs> you only have to what you they have to cash in within a year. Twelve right? months. Yep. Yeah. So, but if it gets the every... final pay per view, like, oh man, it's definitely cashing yeah. in. Yeah. Well, so Saturday, Saturday, 1 p.m. Crown Jewel, we'll do a uh, we'll plan on that late afternoon or early evening doing a Crown Jewel reaction show. That will be the plan. And and like I said, we'll have another bonus episode of It's Still Real tomorrow with uh, with the guys from BRCW a big show this weekend. Birthday batch, November 5th, which I should mention again here. Uh, one of our great sponsors here on It's Still Real to me, Matthew H. Bachelor signature real estate finder. If you're looking for your dream home in any of the South Florida area, look no further than Matthew H. Mashler. Your trusted real estate broker. He has over a decade of experience. Matthew specializes in luxury homes and is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. And if you're if, if you're in the real estate business, you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level. You could join the Signature team. Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, offices all throughout South Florida, including Naples, Palm Beach, Orlando. So you could be buying your dream home, selling your property, or looking to join the best in the business. Contact Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Mashler, your pathway to exceptional 
real estate experiences. Joey, you got anything else before we get out of here? Got to watch some Thursday Night Football? That is it. Tell all your fans you'll talk to them Saturday evening. We'll talk to you Saturday Saturday evening, Sunday morning, either way. We'll talk to you in a couple days. Uh, Guys, we love wrestling. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like, you you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. And, of course, today's show also brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you this weekend with our reaction at Crown Jewel. See ya. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.